Victor took a minute to assess the situation. He and Max were pinned down in the backfield behind Marshall's farm. The party was destroyed, and shambling zombies waited in packs between the overturned tables and chairs, stumbling and falling. Gunfire came from every direction. Marshall's men were well-trained and well-outfitted. Fuck you, Charlie, Victor thought. The shamblers were just there to use up Marshall's ammunition. Their job was to absorb bullets so the forces of Legion would be low on supplies before he sent in the lieutenants. Charlie and Victor had spent countless nights talking about defensive strategies before the Eclay took him, and now they knew how Victor thought. Marshall was God knows where. Supers were dropping off groups of zombies every couple of seconds. The sound of gunfire was everywhere, and as if that wasn't bad enough, somewhere out in the desert, John was in real trouble. He looked around, desperate to come up with solutions. The lives of his friends were at stake. The Eclay could keep throwing bullet sponges at them until they were out of bullets. Then Marshall's men would switch to -to hand-to-hand combat. That was when the supers would show up, and this scenario was playing itself out at John's, too. Explosions rocked the ground, sending clods of turf and rotten body parts flying. Marshall's men were using pipe bombs to dismember and slow the shamblers. Watch your feet! Victor called out. Heads can still bite. There was no other choice. He knew she hated when he came to her for help, but she had to understand this time. Hey, Chris, John's in trouble. Any chance you and Alicia could head out to his house? Victor's thought was cut off by a horrific mental scream, powerful enough to knock him to the ground, clutching his head. The energy in her anguish rattled in Victor's head. He put his hands on the ground and stayed there on all fours for several seconds before he spotted Max in much the same position. Behind Max, hundreds of miles to the north, Victor saw Chris's aura burning so bright it was as if she were standing directly in front of him. He was spun of threads of red, whirling and spinning around her, bright enough to illuminate the darkness to Victor's eyes, like a red sun sitting on the ground up north in Tennessee. When the wail subsided, Victor felt blood running out of his ears. Max was lying on his back on the ground, and Marshall was carving a path towards them. There were suddenly thousands of zombies in the yard. Max, called Victor weakly. Max Monster, you gotta get up, buddy. He tried to focus his mind, willing himself to move, despite a deep pain. Everything hurt, from his toenails to his hair. The man grunted as he stood, then stumbled towards his son. Max was unconscious on the ground, blood running from his ears. Max, Victor yelled. Oh, Max. Max, come on, wake up, buddy. He sat on the ground with his son's head in his lap, stroking his shaggy hair out of his face. Come on, Max, please wake up. Wake up. Tears ran down Victor's face. Max's pulse was weak and his breathing was labored. Pain like 10,000 migraine headaches pounded against Victor's brain. Max's eyes opened slowly. He moved his hand to his father's arm. I'm okay, Dad, he said weakly, little more than a croak. What was that? Chris, said Victor. She's in trouble, too. I'm not sure what the hell that was about. Over to the side of the battle, Reggie watched the proceedings. He briefly glanced upward for a moment before his eyes fell back on Max. No, not now. He cannot. I will not do it. Reggie seemed to listen for a moment, his head tilted. The old man shook his head and said, This was too clever. 
they cannot be allowed to fail. The ancient black man tottered over towards the father and son, blood running from his own ears. Mr. Tooks, he said, I beg you, please, sir, go get Miss Thompson. She is not in her right mind. I can't leave Max. I can't leave Marshall and Wren here, Reggie. She'll have to wait. Reggie saw the genius of the zombie's plan. They'd countered each of the heroes. They used their love and their loyalty to each other to paralyze their ability to fight. Mr. Tooks, if you do not, we will not survive. Time is short. You must go to her. I will make sure young Master Tooks is cared for and that your brother and sister survive. Reggie, how? Victor struggled to his feet and drew his gun and hatchet. 